What is going on, everybody? It's Tuesday. That's weird. That's new. That's weird. Um, I know. I think we briefly mentioned it that we're gonna do some changes. So we are going back to two episodes a week, mm-hmm. but when it is not a patch week, episodes will be coming out on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. But the Friday is always gonna stay the same. And if there's ever the- uh, any emergency stuff that happens over the uh, weekend or whatever, um, expect an episode to come out because. Sometimes there's right. just stuff that just needs to be talked about, and there's just you just can't wait. Sometimes <laughs> we we reserve the right to <laughs> that's possibly do a third episode. A that's week. right, <laughs> could pop up. But yeah, anyways, um, we got some interesting changes going on here. On top of that, uh, we also got some LCS stuff to talk about because yeah. it was fucking great. Dude. Um, but yeah, before that, let's go back to episode eighty-seven, uh, which was the patch twelve point sixteen rundown, and our question was. What do you think the pro meta for Worlds is going to be? And Matt, a.k.a. Calientes, uh, wrote in and said, Riot loves Renekton and Kaisa, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them getting buffed for Worlds. Also expecting them to keep <laughs> taking the durability changes away and be and be back to the Assassin meta soon. I hope not, dude. But, like, I, I see exactly what you're saying because um, Assassins kind of suck right now. Um, although we are seeing the Akali's being played, and I know that she's considered an assassin because she can 100-0 you with the E and the ulti combo. Um, but for the average player, I don't know if assassins will quite make it back. So, uh, Oh, and the other thing that I do want to note that I was listening... I don't remember who I was listening to. It might have been the dive where they're talking about how assassins are piss poor and, and low elo hands because we just don't have the mechanics for it. So that might be like <laughs> a good thing for for us low elo players, you know. Right, right. Well, I mean, after what we're about to talk with these changes, there are some uh, tanks coming back, so yeah, dude, there are and I'm kind of happy about it. I mean, uh a lot of times right now in a lot of games that I'm in, it feels like it's over at 15 minutes, but there's been a lot of games that I've been in where if we could just not surrender, we could actually pull it back and win using the bounty system and using the ability to scale or to just out mind game the opponent. So I feel like there's a lot of systems for comebacks and I think adding tanks into that will help push that a little bit forward, get people out of the routine of like forfeiting once the lane is over because there's always that possibility of, of being able to pull it back. And yes, it is solo queue. Yes, it is low elo, but there is a chance that you can kind of pull some of that stuff back. Uh, but no, I, I agree Kaisa, I mean, Kaisa got buffed on that patch. She got those, um, the AP scaling increased. Yeah, interesting. I don't think I've seen too many, but, I mean, in, in, in pro hands, you know, anything's possible. Especially if they're, uh, I mean, they nerf Zeri too. Again, pro play right now is a patch behind, so we're not we're not going to see these changes, the 12-16, because they're going to have one more patch, and that's going to be the world's patch. 12-17, I believe, is going to be the world's patch. Right. So we have no idea... What it's gonna be right now? It's still dominated by Sivir and Zeri. Are, so are the twelve sixteen changes gonna be in play for next week? No. Okay. They do not. They don't change during uh, playoffs. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Why did they make these? That's weird. They're just pre- prepping for worlds. Yeah, I guess they just made these pro changes and they have nothing to base them off of. So that seems strange to me. But hey, I'm not right game. So. 
And then our poll was, do you think these nerfs are going to kill Zeri? Uh, meaning the W nerfs. Um, we're at a, a solid 50-50 uh, on that one, so. Yeah, uh, I know that um, on the dive, I think we mentioned this last uh, week, that Azale was pretty pretty confident it kills Zeri once, once the patch rolls out to pro. Um, obviously... In... I think he said it wasn't because he was he was mainly talking about the Q because the Q right. damage I think got buffed but the W is what got hit they, hard. They, they need to hit the W hard. That thing is stupid. <laughs> get nuked. You get nuked over those yeah, walls. Yeah, dumb as shit. You get nuked for no reason. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else to add on that. I think we I think I waxed on as long as I could on that one uh, last week. So I'm gonna save you guys. <laughs> No, yeah, and then we can quickly talk about uh, LCS this past weekend, which Dude. may have been the most exciting pro, like a North American pro that I've watched in a very long time. Listen, there were four best of fives, and all of them were fucking good to watch. Right now, every series except for the EGC nine series went five games. So does that mean that EG is the worst team? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy dude. least amount of playoff like wins could be could be worst team out there i'm not sure could be i wonder if it has anything to do with just being rusty from not playing you know what i mean uh they didn't play that first week and so sometimes when you when you miss a week like that you kind of lose your groove a little bit and like the first round buy is awesome don't get me wrong there's just less chances to lose but i wonder if there's any any like they talk about this in in traditional sports they talk about the um like the rust right like in baseball like oh yeah you know you you finished a five game series with a sweep or you finished seven game series and a four game sweep but the other team that's playing took all seven games and the thought is yeah that yeah they may be a little bit more tired but they also may be a little bit more in tune with with their play if that makes any sort of sense and i wonder if that had anything to do with with evil geniuses faltering against cloud nine obviously cloud nine had to play against uh clg and that gave them some some more games to kind of have film on and have tape on and, and understand where they're excelling and where they're poor at and give them more stuff to practice and i wonder if eg suffered a little bit from not having that from having that first round by it's it's a possibility. I mean, I maybe they would they maybe they mentioned they were hearing like rumblings behind the scene that EG was not doing that great in scrims for playoffs specifically. I think I did hear yeah. that. Right, right. Um, but well, even if you look at Hundred Thieves versus Team Liquid, I I think Hundred Thieves is just a handedly better team than Team Liquid. <coughs> Excuse me, but they got crushed a couple games. Like it wasn't close a couple games. Um, that went five games and hundred thieves pulled out the win against TL, but it was not, um, as easy as it looked like it would be on paper. Um, and that brings us, I mean, even look at CLG and golden guardians, right? CLG is a handedly better team than golden guardians. It's not even close, but <laughs> golden guardians brought into a five game series and they had to sweat it out. I mean, game five was, was pretty much a roll by CLG, but Right. I'd be sending them to five games for a team that only won four in the entire split. Um, that's kind of worrisome, right? Uh, and TSM and FlyQuest, another one. FlyQuest, who just demolished TSM. I think they steamrolled them both times the split. And then they lose a five-game series uh, to a team that they should have demolished. And, and 
I felt like Maple played exceptionally well in that series uh, compared to all all split. He's been kind of doo doo, but that series he played really well. Uh, I don't think Solo really did much of anything other than just play weak side top, which whatever TSM's used to that. But the uh, Instinct won. They they lost. I don't remember if TSM won game one or if they lost game one. Um, but Instinct. Yeah. I know Instinct came in and then they pulled him. And replaced him with uh, with tactical, and oh man, the, that was the first so game. Wild. Uh, I think tactical lost the first game. If he played Draven, I believe, and they lost. But then the next two games, tactical looked more like the old tactical that we're used to seeing, and uh, FlyQuest looked a little a little lost. <laughs> Got to say, yeah, that was a. I was like, that was a head scratcher. I was like, oh, well, we haven't seen Tactical in a hot minute. Right. But I mean, yeah, aside from that Draven Pike game, he fucking popped off. He did. Chime had a great series, too. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Spica, that he's definitely the heart and soul of that entire team. And I just feel bad that he's kind of stuck on a team that doesn't really know what they want to do. Um, they haven't quite figured out their, their uh, I guess, their strategy for LCS. So it feels bad for a player like Spica who has so much potential. Um, reminds me of like a like a Jose Diodo too. He's got like a lot of potential, but he's kind of stuck on a team that's a little bit middling and and could be on a better team and could perform a little bit better. I almost wonder, uh, not to say that Santorin's a problem for Team Liquid, but I almost wonder if they look to move on from Santorin if they don't make Worlds. Because I feel like the rest of the roster is pretty solid and Santorin's usually a good facilitator, but... Um, maybe they just need a little a little boost in that area or something because I feel like that team is super stacked, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's something there's there's something there that's not working. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't see them moving on from Bwipo. I see Bwipo staying. Uh, I see Bjergsen staying, and I see Hans staying. And and uh, Core JJ is such a NA mainstay. It's hard to replace that dude. So the only the weakest spot I see on that team is is the jungle, and so I wonder if they boot Santorin and and try to go a different route. Um, I could see Santorin going to a middling team that needs a little push, but who knows? I don't even know if Santorin would want to do that or if he would just retire if that happened, but that's all speculation on my part. <laughs> I could see if they don't make worlds... I could see like liquid like blown it up breaking up. When I mean breaking up, I mean like losing one or two people. I could definitely see like, him losing I could one, s- but I don't know. I could totally see Han Sama just going back to Europe, like like what Perks did. I could, I could, yeah. I guess I could see Hans leaving on his own accord. I I could also see Steve trying to keep him, but I think it would be a Hans own accord, and then I don't know what they would do as a replacement for for ADC because um, NAs. Get a really bad ADC talent pool. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. We have I you mean, got Berserker and like, Hans and Danny and FBI, FBI, right? But Danny, Berserker, and FBI, I think, are pretty solid on their teams that they're on. I don't think they're moving. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like, what else? Who you'd have to have someone up and coming that's really good, or you try to pull somebody else over. But yeah, Liquid ain't gonna pick a up and comer. I don't think so. They they spent way too much money on this roster. Um. Oh, and the other thing I want to comment on that I was hearing all last week was uh, Caster was talking about the Team Liquid hate. Um, I think that started back when they started winning everything, 
from being the fourth place team, the fourth place mainstay to winning all the time, back to back to back and stuff like that. I think that's really when it started. Uh, I think the casters were hyped on it because they felt like Team Liquid had done this organically. Um, and then this year they just decided they were going to purchase all their talent. I mean, I don't think there's a single NA, actual NA natural player on that roster. No, I'm very, I mean... Yes, they have green Bjergsen cards. Green... Yeah, Bjergsen's yeah. been here for a long time. Santorin's been here for a long time. Core has a green card. Uh, but there's nobody from NA on that roster. That kind of feels bad. I mean, I like all those players individually. I just don't care for Team Liquid for my own reasons, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, you look at Cloud9, Blabber's the only NA person there, right? Well, do you count Fudge because Oh Right, right, and that's that's that. There's that part too, right? There's the there's the Osh breakup where they just said, "Hey, you guys are part of NA now." And so, I mean, you would include FBI in that as well. But like realistically, right. a North American player, uh, the only one on that team is is Blabber, um, and then a hundred thieves is the other team, and I don't think they have anybody. I don't think they have any NA actual NA talent on that team, right? Closers from Turkey, some days from is he Korean? Yeah. Yeah, he's from KT Rolster. Um yeah, they have none. Abadaga, in the yeah. EG's the only one that has it. And it's really only in the form of Danny, Vulcan, and Jojo. So I guess it's three out of five. They got the most actual NA players. Um That's pretty good. And I th- is Danny Canadian? No, Danny. I think Danny's American. I think the other two are Canadian. But and then Vulcan, yeah, Vulcan's Canadian. And I think Impact has a green card, mm-hmm. and Inspire's the only one that doesn't. But I, I don't see that team breaking up, even if they don't make worlds. I don't see that team breaking up. I, I can see them trying to pull the hundred thieves route of like, hey, let's keep the squad together. They seem to work really well. Um, they have some things they can improve on, but I, I can see that team staying together, even if they don't make worlds, or even if they do make worlds and perform poorly. I see them trying to keep that core together because I think that team works really, really well together. They just sometimes they get a little lost. Um, while we're while we're on EG and because because obviously Saturday and Sunday were the mo- more hype games because right. they were the better teams that were playing each other. Um, man, Impact is. I now know why Impact wasn't voted uh, first uh, team All Pro. He, like, he got duped. He on. did not look no. good. He. I feel like he's he's stable. But I don't think he's... He's not the carry like guy shining, he used to be. He's not a very good, like, me saying not a good top <laughs> laner, but, like, you know what I right. mean? Like, for standards, like, he's not impressive at all. Right. But um, you, if you're EG, who do you replace him with? Oh, God. You know what I mean? Who's who's leaving a team? If Fudge is not leaving Cloud9 anytime soon. He's, like, the face of that team, right? Um, Someday, I, I don't see leaving 100 Thieves... I think he works well in that team. Um, so who are you left with? Philip? Um, I mean, unless they they have some players in Academy that they're going to bring up. I maybe. I mean, EG is all into the homegrown talent thing, so that is that is a possibility. They might have somebody down there. I haven't paid enough attention to Academy. Um, and actually, I'm just curious. I, I don't know who's on that squad. Uh, but um yeah no that man i 
that EG game, I mean, Cloud9 wrecked them the first two games, and then obviously game three was a little fuck up. Yeah. But, man, it's this literally feels like what happened with um, Summit in spring, where everyone pretty much knew he was going to get the MVP. Yeah. But as soon as it came to playoffs, he took a shit. Inspired probably is going to get the MVP, but this series, I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but man, I, did you, did you, I, I was telling you, right? The like, cra- yeah, the, the crab and then this yeah, guy, he just, he, he goofed. I think he, he I just what? goofed. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Blabber at crab, well, like, dude. Blabber crab is now going to be inspired crab. I just, I don't understand. Like C9 has three dragons. Yep. They're on soul point. The infernal dragon is there. Inspired, the the Rift Scuttle, they're doing their dance. They're not, no one's committing to it yet. The fucking Rift Scuttle spawns. Inspired smites it right in front of all five C9 players. And they're like, oh, okay. And then Blabber's playing Olaf and you just combo his E with true damage with smite. And that's like 1300 and you just burst it and it's free. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Like, yep. no, it's just a, it was so weird. It's just a mistake, but I, <laughs> Part of me wonders, <laughs> and just because JoJo is troll like this, part of me wonders if they maybe find that it's an easier route to finals if they go through the lower bracket. No, there's but no way. I, I, no, I wonder they, if they, they felt like they had they had a game to to lose, and I I, I don't know because it's hard to say. They, they all they had to do is if they would have won that series. They would have. They would have had hundred uh, auto qualified for worlds, right? So why? There's no way they would have like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm spitballing, and I wonder if they felt like right. even if we don't qualify on this series, it's not the end of the world because you can still run through and you can it's, still make finals. Yeah. It's still a possibility. It's a whole lot harder though, it, man. Like I think so. I mean, gotta... they have TSM. In fairness, they have TSM, and although TSM looked great on Thursday, I don't see a world. Where they're gonna look better than EG? It's a solo is it's... hot garbage. <laughs> True. Uh, Maple, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't think don't... is any better than JoJo. Um, no, JoJo's way. I think, I, way think I I could see Inspired and Spica being on a similar level. Uh, they play different styles, but they're both very good. Um, and I think that uh, Danny and Vulcan are just a better bot lane than than Chime and Tactical or Chime and whatever TSM decides to roll out. I think. Um, it doesn't matter if it's instinct or if it's tactical. They play just like Danny, very passive in lane. They tend to lose lane. Um, but Danny's a way better team fighter than tactical or instinct. So I think that like the edge is definitely there in the bot lane and definitely in the top lane. What the way I'm looking at it right now is man, they it's just so tilting. Cause like they so they get knocked down a loser bracket. They have to play um, I'm counting. They have to do one, two, three. They win three series. They now. have to win three series. The LCS. They have to play four. They have to play four. TSM. Oh, they, yeah. They, it's if a they, lower bracket semis. If I'm they sorry, make their right. way through the lower bracket, you're right. And then they will. Because like I'm looking at the uh, bracket right now. So yeah. So the, so uh, they, if they beat TSM, they play who wins between uh, Liquid and CLG. If they beat that team, they play whoever loses between 100 Steves and Cloud9, and then they have to 
if they beat that team and they go to the finals for whoever the winner was for 100 Steve's and Cloud9. Yeah, it's so it's like you're right. Just they were first place, and now they're like they have so they could have had. I mean, again, I don't want to say it's easy because they they got challenged. No one knew. I, Jat was the only person on the desk that predicted they would win. And I I didn't listen to JLXP where he actually explained where he got his picks from. He he called it a three two, not a three one, but still like everybody else had EG right. Uh, right. It was it's wild, dude. There's a but couple, yeah, the, the couple upsets this weekend were definitely wild. They went from just having to win, and it's just it's also like because they get the sent now. Hundred thieves and Cloud Nine already are like, okay, they're going to Worlds, cool. Obviously, they don't want to be third seed, right? And have to play play-ins because that's fucking boring. That sucks, but could you know? Not that it's a buff, but it could help to to catch could the meta. Benefit. Yeah, could could be a benefit mm-hmm. to catch the meta, but you have to get through it, which is the that's the hard part. It, it, it definitely has its pros and cons because if you can catch the meta through that, um, it could help you in groups. Um, it probably won't help you in, in, in best of series, <laughs> but it could help you in groups just to get through, you know, a couple wins, but who knows? I definitely more just... up in the air of how I feel about them after losing to, to C9. However, I will say C9 looked better than they have all split. Yeah, that was wild. So, I, yeah, out of playoff buff, I don't know, but C9 hasn't looked that good all split. <laughs> again, I think, I don't know if it was during, I think Fudge had an interview and he was saying they were like crushing it in scrims. Yeah. Like they were just, they just turn it on, dude. That, dude, that, this also comes down to, it's so crazy that teams are just a lot. I think it was, who used the term? I think it was Jat. They used the term handshake. Like, one team gets Sivir, the other team gets Zeri. Yep. They just mutually agree. Like, but they gave like Jensen busting out the Zillion. I know, right? With the Renata to speed up Zeri. That dude, that she was skating everywhere, and you can't catch that She's thing. Skating, dude. you it's, can't catch it, and you can't kill it. <laughs> it was wild too, dude. Like the the Renata W mixed with the Zillion alt. Like, there's so much time. Oh yeah. So like I didn't I wasn't sure how that interaction worked, but the Renata W burns through and then it goes to the um to Zillion ulti. The Zillion ult. Yep. So it's like oops, I forgot it maybe I forgot to put the Zillion ult on you. Oh wait, I got a few more seconds as the Renata W ticks down, like right. as you're about to die. And, it's, and then you can dude, buy a GA on top of that. Like it's three insane. lives. Three lives. Like that it's just a broken definitely broken thing, and I could understand the, like, the Zillion pick, and I did see the stat that he's what, ten and two on Zillion? In his LCS career. Yeah. Like, I think he has a better win rate than Bjergsen. But, like, I mean... So, yeah, he has way more. Bjergsen's way better on Bjergsen the champion. Way more. I think he's lost... I think the two games that he lost on Zillion were actually against Bjergsen, if I if I remember correctly. Possibly. I don't know the stat. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the stat. But I think that one time he tried to pull it out. At least one of them, he tried to pull it out to Bjergsen. And Bjergsen, nah. Sorry, dude. That's my champ. <laughs> we... The only thing I want to touch on was just the last one on Hundred Thieves yeah. and um, uh, Liquid. Just closer is a fucking monster. Crawl closer, dude. That game five Lee Sin. Oh, that like, kick! Oh my god! Multiple kicks. He just finds his fucking way. That guy. He finds oh his god, angles his every in- time. I don't know how his he does insects it. are so fucking clean. Like that's another team that fuck- gets playoff buff too. Hundred, yeah. yeah, I could see. I don't just if you guys haven't watched it, go back and watch the VODs or watch the highlights. They're so fucking entertaining. Yes. And I mean, this week again, Thursday is Liquid um 
liquid hundred or yeah, liquid CLG. Friday is EG TSM, and then uh, Saturday is Hundred Thieves and Cloud Nine to see who goes immediately goes to the finals, and then um, yeah, the to be determined uh, is the what is it? It's either Sunday's going to be the lower bracket semis. The winner of the Thursday Friday games, right? Yeah, it should be yes. And then that will determine the, the third final. seed, right. I believe. Right? Yeah. Uh, let me go back to the. It is. Yeah. It is because it's as long as they get to the finals weekend because they'll play yes. that Saturday game. That'll be the three teams yep. that are going. But we already have two, yep. so. And I think I, I think the yeah finals weekend. I think you have to play lower bracket semis, and then the winner of that goes on the next day to play finals. I believe. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if EG wants to make it, they have to fucking play so many best of fives. Right. Right. It's brutal. But yeah, we I know we don't usually talk about LCS and pros and stuff, but this was so entertaining. No, guys. this weekend was so Go. good. We had to. <laughs> it, we also mentioned uh motherfucker saying LCS is dying. Hundred thousand plus views. Yes. On I was I was tallying them actually a couple times over the weekend. And the only thing that sucked. The only thing that sucked is like when I looked at the LEC and compared to L- LCS because those are the two closest. Um, I think LEC was still like fifty thousand views at a time over LCS, and I didn't pick. I, I didn't look every game and every peak, but I was just trying to look at like exciting points. Um, even I go ahead. I would say I think it it still always comes down to like I I solely believe europe a lot a good majority well just plus there's so many people in europe watch lcs but like when we start at 1 p.m it's i think it's eight hours ahead or so so it's 9 p.m and they just watched all these europe games like people are fucking not gonna want to watch it that you know what that's a good point i didn't even think about that because a lot of uh lcs people watch lec but -hmm. yeah you don't get the vice versa and and you don't have the um the Asian leagues, the Eastern leagues, I don't know right. what, whatever they call. I don't want to call one particular region, but all those regions, LPL, LCK. The Eastern, yeah, the Eastern teams. Uh, they don't regions. They don't watch LCS either because oh, they don't give a shit. They don't fucking they don't care. They're way better than us and Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll we waxed got on. Homework. Yeah, go watch, go watch some pro play. Okay, we waxed on, um, and actually. That is my my poll question is what was your favorite series of this weekend? I know we don't really talk about it, but like these series yeah, were all so it, good. Which... There was not a single series that was a, a snoozer. Uh, if you watched it, what was your favorite series this weekend? Yep. All right, let's move into the main uh, topic yeah. here, which was there are some pretty good changes coming, and I know we usually don't do previews. Usually uh, PBE, yeah, we don't do previews because like – they're very minimal changes, but we got three champions coming up with some pretty sizable changes. Right. Uh, being Maokai, Misfortune, and Hecram. Yes, these so, these are very interesting. Um, I didn't read up on Misfortune or Hecarim. I think the Hecarim one just got released on Monday. Today, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't read up what their goals are, and I didn't read up what the goals were on Misfortune. But I know the goals on Maokai were to try to get him back in top lane and back in jungle. Make him relevant? Right, right. Make him <laughs> right. Make him relevant first. But to try to get him back in top lane and in the jungle where he used to thrive, but also not take away his support playstyle. Um, so we're going to see a lot, of, a lot of things coming here. 
Um, and I guess we'll start off with the passive. Uh, they are making a little yep. bit of change on the sat magic. So they're adding getting hit by large jungle monsters reduces the cooldown of one second per auto on the sat magic. So that's incredible. That's blue that's buff, a, like red buff, dragon, herald, and. Uh, no, it's. I mean, oh, wait, that counts yeah, the big yeah. wolf, too, huh? Yeah, it's the main jungle. Not like you can't just sit in raptors and like get hit by a right. Not like how a Mumu's right. E works or whatever. Right. But I mean, yeah, I mean it's another second, so that like auto. obviously you have <laughs> you have cooldowns, right? So like not spamming. I mean, you get four seconds off abilities that are used. I think I believe it's I believe cooldown. it's four seconds off whether you use an ability or have an ability used or, on him. Listen, so you meaning if you're taking your Raptor camp and your mid laner is under turret using abilities to farm? I don't think it's in. I think they have to be used on him. I think I'm pretty sure it's just. Mm, let me look, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Uh, but I just that instantly is like a huge jungle buff. I mean, it just it's gonna up his sustain. Um, I was trying to see if there was. I don't think that we have too many numbers. Not on that. I don't. They might be. You know what? These this one this uh these changes were put out like last week right I think the so have there have been some bit. number changes yeah right so we're not I believe they are changing the healing on it too but I, but I don't want to like have to dig through four million right. fucking things to find it because they can change in a heartbeat okay here is each time Maokai casts an ability or is struck by an enemy's ability Sat Magic's cooldown is reduced by four seconds. For some reason, I thought it was just in. I the think vicinity, it. I but, think okay. it used to be in the vicinity. If if they're using spells around you, kind of like I am. Um, maybe someone else what, does. Cassidin. Yeah, you know. Cassidin well, Cassidin has that, but I think someone else has a similar passive of something like that. Um, beyond Cassidin, but it it may have been that way at one point and been changed. I don't remember. They don't when they when they have past versions of there's minimal changes like that. They don't tend to log them. You have to look through the patch notes. It's not like it's easy on the wiki page where you can go back and be like, oh previous versions they don't log all that so it may have been that way a while ago at or at some point, point yeah. and I, we just get it confused because it was a minimal change but either way uh getting an extra one second cooldown i think is pretty good it should definitely help him in the jungle with sustain uh, moving on to his q uh again i don't think we really need to go over damage like base stats but i mean it damage is going up on the base right uh, late right yeah late but uh weaker early i mean again this is subjective these changes might not even could possibly not even come through on patch so right just take that in mind but um the interesting part is they're adding max health damage to his q percent this health, is I'd like it yeah two uh two to three percent already like incredible right fucking little extra and then it's gonna deal bonus damage to monsters yep i don't see a cap at bonus damage or if that's gonna be on the percentage because it because i know some champions have like a cap right against monsters that so that uh, may become more relevant to when they release the full notes i mean just think of like but how how much health do dragons have? And like, if he's just a doing three percent, <laughs> like that's that's pretty big. No, but... for sure, for sure. Dragons, barons, Geralds. And I like this because it's not just oh, we're not just umping his AP ratios. Like we're giving him a little bit. He it's just like a tank buff. So right. boom, tank. Right, right. No, I like it. I like it a lot. 
Um, um, okay, looks like his W they're not changing because that skill is OPOP. Um, but the sapling toss, the E, uh, they're doing a couple things here. So they're removing the percent max health damage. So that's big because I think that even scaled off of Maokai's health as well. Um, they're going to adjust the base damage to be higher. And I don't know if that if that AP ratio, that total health... Um... Scaling. Oh, you know what? No, that's where that's where Maokai's health uh, scaling was. Okay, okay, okay. Is that his e? total, yeah, total hit points on the E. So I don't know what the ratios were before. Actually, I can look. I have it up. Um, looks like... Oh, no, that was target's max health. Okay. So... So it's changing. Yeah. We'll have to see so, when they when they actually push it out what that looks like. But it looks like the base damages are going to go up. That for sure. And I think that the AP ratios look like they're going... Uh, they're changing totally. So the other AP ratios were per 100 AP. It looks like they're changing to more of a flat total AP on Maokai. So did so. it... Did it, like, live right now, does it scale with his total health? Right now, it says magic damage is 20 to 120, plus 7 to 8%, plus 0.7% per 100 AP of the target's maximum health. And then, obviously, the total increased damage is double that, you know, if you get the, so, the big one. So they're adding scaling based on how much HP he has now. I think. I don't know if that... T, that might that little T might mean targets HP, so that they may be keeping that. Mm. It does say it looks like it's a more round number, so it looks like three percent targets HP and six percent targets HP. That uh, HP, but that AP ratio I think is what they're really changing. So instead of it doing a percentage of their HP plus a weird percentage per hundred AP, looks like they're just rounding that, making it easier. Forty percent of Maokai's AP. Plus three percent of the target's HP is how I'm reading that. I think um, it's an adjustment, so it's meant to to change a little bit. Um, and obviously, the base damages are definitely going up on both of those. So, yeah, um, I mean, those things are really good for him clearing, even if it's just uh, helping with like the raptors or whatever. You know, you throw it in the in the bush there, and then you drag the raptors over there, and you get it to pop and hit all the raptors at once. I think it's actually pretty good. Um, the other thing they're they're adding is the empower damage does not affect minions, so he cannot clear the wave with the sapling toss. So that is going to make a solo lane Maokai less apt to use that ability, and it's going to make a support Maokai uh, less scared about taking farm on accident by doing too much damage to the minions. So that is something that I think is good for what they're trying to do with him. Uh, I totally totally agree with those changes. Um. They're also giving him a buff in the mana cost department. They're going to drop the mana cost. The total amount, we're not sure. This is, it was 60 to 100 to go to 45 to 85. That may change. And they're going to buff the slow amount. I'm pretty confident that this stays uh, as a 10% increase buff from 35 to 45%. Generally, these things don't change a whole lot. And then the they're going to give you an empowered brush slow amount to 55%. So if you get it out of the bush, and I think this is what's helping the support Maokai here. If it, if it yeah. lands on them out of the bush, you're slowing them by 55% instead of the 35 that he had before. So that's pretty big. That's pretty big. It just it, it keeps that sapling playstyle you expect from from support Maokai. One thing I wanted to add onto the E, and it's not listed here. And I I went to the writer's Twitter and it's not listed there, but on, on the original Reddit thread, 
where these post these changes were first posted, someone had a screenshot of the ability in game on PBE, mm-hmm. and it stated. If Sapling hits an enemy champion or epic monster, this reduces Sap's magic, his passive, cooldown an additional four seconds. Oh, wow. So that's that's not listed in these changes, so I'm not sure. That was added later. Uh, I mean, this was... I don't know. It, it's very confusing because it was... The, the link to the tweet with the with the, the changes we're looking at uh, were on the same post as this. Okay. So I'm not sure if they're going to remove that or whatever, but you know, if you're that's great in lane if you're fucking uh trading with enemies and right. then if you're jungling, you know, and you're fighting around Dragon Pit, um right. It's just I I don't know. I'll, I'm going to see if I can't find anything on PBE while uh you go through the R. Um yeah. I'm gonna check on Surrender at 20, so That's what I was looking at and I I couldn't find anything there. Okay. Again, it was. I went to. I found the the Reddit thread. Right. That was posted a few days ago. Right. Okay. And the, someone had screenshots, but overall, I like it. Um, they're giving him diversity. Like they're allowing him to go in the jungle, and they're allowing him to go top lane and support. Like it's that's good. Yeah. That's, I think that's healthy, and they're not overloading his damage. They're giving him more utility. Like right, which I think is something he is kind of known for, anyways. If that makes sense. Bro, just imagine taking Glacial on this dude and, like, getting your W, Glacial Field, with the Empowered Brush. Like, those people aren't fucking moving, dude. Right, right. This is true. OP, OP. Um, all right, moving on to his R. Mainly all buffs. Uh, and it it what they're changing is really good because it's basically... Okay, so they're increasing increasing the speed at which the roots travel, which 100% was an issue because that thing moves so fucking slow. Dude, it fucking sucks. So, uh, missile initial speed is 50 to 100, which I'm assuming is units. Right. Um, And then missile maximum speed as it revs up, I'm not sure how many seconds it is, like two seconds, whatever, uh, is going up another 100, so 650 to 750. And the acceleration is going up, so it's going to get to that maximum speed a lot quicker. Or maybe not a lot quicker, it's only going up by 50. Right. Um, and then the interesting part is adding movement speed on champion hit. So if you hit an enemy, you are getting a 40 to 60% movement decaying movement speed over two seconds. Oh, Big. okay. See, I, I didn't read it that way. I read it as like, if it goes through, kind of like Nami, if it goes through a friendly champion, but you... Uh, the way you read it makes more sense. <laughs> like if I, yeah, if you if you hit an enemy, but I see, I was reading it as like, um, if it just goes through like your, your like teammates. if you're behind your teammates, yeah, okay, and you use it. Right, I mean, I, I I don't know how to read that, so I, I guess it could be either. Right, or. right. I mean, either way, I think it provides a lot of utility for Maokai, so that's very interesting. Yeah, because you like, sure, it starts off slow. I mean, obviously, it revs up. You're just it's like still slow as fuck so far behind your own alt like that usually you probably have to flash w to get it but like i think most of the time i would just use it either to zone like i know i'm not gonna hit somebody or if i'm doing it point blank right i mean that's really the only the best way to do it although i know the longer it goes the longer the the route is i know that right um i think it's from yeah it's 0.8 seconds to 2.6 seconds depending on how far it's going Okay. Um, I 
It's an okay ability. I mean, it's really only good if you catch them in a choke point where they can't really get away from it. And because you're right, it causes it causes a zone. They have to leave or deal with the consequences. So overall, I'm I'm pretty happy with this. Man. I like give it. Me, give me more. Give me more tank, man. Give tank me Malachi. more. <laughs> more Maokai. Steven's going to be happy as a clam. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, uh, let's move on next. Ms. We have Miss Fortune. Miss Fortuna. This is... Um, I haven't looked at any of these, so I have no idea where we're at. So she was kind of suffering from um, just lethality build yeah. and poke yeah. being much better right. than... Kind of like Sivir, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, Except uh, Misfortune, had, I think, had a little bit more utility just because her E is so Right, and I think Sivir, gross. Or Sivir, I think Misfortune has a more cohesive kit than Sivir does, too. Or Sivir did, I should say. I think now, right, so now I know... Sivir's kit's more cohesive, but yeah. So they are changing around because a lot of people, especially in pros, are maxing E. Yep. And you go Comet. That's slow just for... fucking stupid. The, the lane harassment is really gross, too. Right. Like, it's, you guarantee a Comet hit. But people have been maxing that. Uh, so they're changing it to making people, make it more... Crit uh, base, right? Yeah, more... I don't think... Well, we'll get to it. I think there's... Yeah. They want to make it so that lethality is going bye-bye and it's better to max your Q, which I feel like you should be doing because... I, I really enjoy the fact that they're trying to put ADCs back on the crit builds. Um, I I like that too. I like all the scaling changes that they've been changing. I think that's what makes ADC feel less bad. I mean, in seasons past, right? Uh, like last year was like really a big lethality based um, ADC thing, and this year the beginning of the season's been the same, right? I mean, pretty much all season's been the same. It's like mm -hmm. if you can pick an ADC that can build Eclipse, you're probably doing fine. Um, if you're picking an ADC that builds Crit, it's a little bit more of a challenge. Um, which it they should just be. need to bring back old Infinity Edge, dude. Seriously, I mean that item's hot garbage. I hardly build it on any champion unless I'm playing like Yasuo Yoni or something like that. Or, or uh, I mean, obviously now the champions are starting to scale off a bit more. It's more uh, likable to build, right? Um, but let's see. The the so the little blurb they left said making Q Max and Crit a bit less unfortunate. So let's see the double up the Q. Physical damage is going to get a base damage buff. It's going to keep the 100% AD and 35% AP ratios. But it looks like it's going up late at the at the max rank. And the uh, cast time was a quarter second, but now it's going to match the basic attack time, which I think is super crazy good. Uh, because that gives you instant synergy with your W. Um, and instant synergy with attack speed builds that you're not getting out of lethality builds. Yeah, because like a lot of the time, I feel like because obviously you, when you use your Q, you see the like the charge up. I don't think it's a cast time or whatever the fuck the little bar that comes up. You just stop moving. Yep. yep. And you have to yeah, but this is like you can just oh Q boom auto attack boom, Q boom. auto attack. You can just get back to attacking faster too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, strut mana cost is getting again numbers really don't mean anything here, but uh, mana cost is going down. This probably won't change that and, much of mana cost. Yeah. Uh, attack speed is going up. That probably won't change 10 much either. Yeah, I think that's that's good. I mean, just giving. I mean, considering they just was on on the patch, they gave uh, Tristana her Q uh, attack speed steroid. They buff that. Right. 
And I, I like that. I mean, obviously, if you're going to build more attack speed, this is going to become even better right. as you fucking rank it up. Absolutely. Um, what is her movement speed? I think is it used to match the attack speed, but I think it's like, I think it maxes out at 90 movement speed now. Let me see. I believe it is. Like it's like, like 40 to 90. It is increased movement speed. Increased bonus movement speed is 55 to 95. There you go. Okay, because it used to be a one to one with the attack speed. Right. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I like it. Again, again, we're just. Give me more crit marksmen yes. and make it more useful. Bring this back. Yeah. It, it it has for higher highs and lower lows. The way the I think is the best way to put it. And obviously your Ezreals are always going to be your outlier, right? Okay, and on to her E to make it rain. Um, they're they're definitely nerfing this thing, so it's going to get a, a cooldown nerf. Um, I don't know if these numbers are going to stick. I, I I feel like they should. At least the cooldown nerf should. Uh, currently it's 18 to 10 looks like it's gonna go 18 to 14 which i think is good because that stupid emacs dude like when it's at yeah, max exactly. that 60 percent slow is fucking horrid to deal with as a player you just you don't move anywhere you know that's like getting hit by um thresh uh box like he ain't going nowhere for a quick second you know mm-hmm. um so that shit sucks it's really good for like an all-in team uh but i hate that shit <laughs> um, the full damage, which is eight ticks, uh, currently is eighty to two twenty base with an eighty percent AP ratio. It looks like they're looking to nerf the base damage but buff the ratio damage. So I'm not sure if these numbers are exactly gonna stick. But it looks like it's seventy to one ninety with a hundred percent AP ratio, which I think I'd be okay with because it kind of tells you like you're either building this or you're not building AP. You know, like you're not getting any AP boost on your double up so you're kind of sacrificing that skill there even though you are going to get your base damage increase it, the scaling's due to right at 35 percent so and plus you're going to look at um the next line how the slow is that's now. exactly where i was headed right right yeah. right so yeah either, either you're going to go with ap misfortune go mage fortune and probably build like a landry style and just fully commit to the ap um or you're going to go ad the other reason, like Dean said, the slow is was scaling at 40 to 60%. Looks like they're trying to make it flat at 50. I feel like that part's going to stay. This next part might change. So they're saying plus 4% per 100 AP. That may change. That might not change. I mean, you have to build a fuck ton of AP to really get that thing ramped up. Mm-hmm. So that might not change. That might be, look, you really want to slow people and play that game. Then your play style is to build Rabadons and uh, Leandries and... Uh, probably even Rylai's, right? Like, you're going to double down on that slow. That's the whole point of that idea. So, uh, I wonder if this makes Mage Fortune support return. Right. Build, uh, That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what's an Imperial Mandate? You could do that, too. So I was thinking, yeah, you could Imperial Mandate, but then I feel it like that like forces Ash. you into Demonic Embrace, right? Yeah, I just feel like this is kind of like Ash. Which is okay. I'm okay with that. I think these champions can, can do well with that. I know her ulti does scale with ap to an extent it's not a great scale um but it does scale with ap you get 20 percent ap um with each wave but it does convert to physical damage at the end of the day is what you're dealing so that does kind of make you a bit of a monster to try to um um itemize against even with the q i mean the q has duty ap scaling but it deals physical damage so 
it makes it tougher to itemize, right? You have to be able, like, yes, she's building AP, but she's doing physical damage aside from her E. Uh, and finally, her alt uh, bonus critical chance damage is going from 20% of each wave's damage to 30%. So again, incentivizing crit uh, builds. Right. If anybody's ever been hit with a full misfortune alt, that shit yeah, does like four or five thousand damage. Like, does it say on here the total? It's a metric fuck. Yes, I mean when you it does. <laughs> what is it? Re re yeah, re if you've never read it at max rank, it does one thousand three hundred fifty percent AD plus three hundred sixty percent AP. That's getting hit with all of them. Uh, you, but no, yeah, like you have to do the the math on obviously how much damage or how much of each you have built, but like that's a fuck ton of damage. In if if you're a player, like in game, if you if you mouse over your alt, it'll tell you the exact amount of damage it does. It'll be like, oh, three thousand five hundred damage for full. Yep. If someone takes it fully, like holy shit. Yep. And the only people that can really afford to take it fully are tanks. <laughs> And even then, but that is, can they really yeah. afford to take it? <laughs> I mean, if you're honestly, if you're sitting in a full misfortune alt, I don't know what you're doing. Feels bad, man. <laughs> it's sometimes yeah. it's hard to get out of though because uh, you know someone's procking a slower, she's procking a slow with her E, and she's just like that's her whole fucking playstyle, right? Hit the E slow, <laughs> hit the ulti, and hopefully your support's keeping them in there. Somebody on your team's keeping them in there, so they just take all the damage. So that is it for misfortune. Yes. Uh, and then finally, we have Hecarim. Yes. And hang in there, guys. This is a long episode, but I appreciate it. Hector. Um, Hector, I haven't looked at these. He just came out uh, Monday. Um, interesting stuff here. Let's take a look. This is an insert horse pun here. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I just peed in my basement. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the Q is got a lot of changes actually coming. So it looks mm -hmm. like the base damage is going to go down late a little bit, but he's going to get an extra... Uh, percentage of bonus AD and scaling. So he's going to get, looks like currently they have it dropping off by 20 um, at at later ranks uh, and getting a 5% bonus AD ratio added to that. So it should kind of even out. It's basically when I see stuff like that, that's telling me, no, no, you have to build the item. You can't just build tank and deal massive damage. That's how I read it when they do stuff like that. They drop your base, but increase your, your scaling. That's how that works. Um, your damage per stack on it is going to go up. So it looks like they're increasing. Looks like they're doubling it. So it was 2% plus 3% per 100 bonus AD, which is a lot. If you're building tank, you're not getting a whole lot out of that bonus AD ratio scaling. Um, now it's going to be 4% plus 6% per bonus 100 AD. That's probably not really going to change. If anything changes, it's going to be the initial, so it might drop down to 3% plus 6%. Um, the cooldown per stack is also going to drop a quarter second. So it was 1 second to 0.75. I think that probably stays too. Um, and you'll be able to have more stacks. So that probably stays as well. Looks like from 2 stacks to 3 stacks... Um, the stack fall off was all at duration end. It's now going to be one stack per second at duration end. So that's a nice little uh, buff there as well. And the mana cost is going to be a flat mana cost. It was 28 to 40. It looks like they're going to move it to 30. That may change a little bit here or there, but if anything, I'd probably see it going to 35 to kind of round out because of all the stacking. 
Um, so yeah, they're telling you, hey, um, you could play tank or you could play damage. That's how I'm reading just that ability. I think, I mean, Sunderer is always already really good on him. Right. I think that stays and a little I, bit with him. I, yeah, I also, I, his clear is pretty good as it is. It's just like, I think this is pretty sizable. Like, right. The, especially the, the stack fall off. Cause I can't tell you how many yeah. times, cause I'll do like blue buff mm -hmm. to Gromp. And then I got to run to wolves and like my stacks will pat, you know, fall off. So now I have no damage three. I get to wait 0.75 second or it's one second per stack at the end of duration. So it's like, sure. Maybe I'll make it there, but I'll already have, I'll still have one stack. Something, going. something better clear speed, right? It's it's yeah, it's, it's pretty fat. Um, his W is going to get a new effect, a new, uh, passive, uh, Hecram gains armor and magic resist while his W is active. Can you look up how long his W? Yep. A couple seconds. His W uh, is active for four seconds. So you're going to get, uh, again, changing it right now. It's listed as 15 to 35 flat armor and magic resist, which is like, all right, cool. So they're promoting you to build AD. Now we're giving you some tanks, free resistances. Yeah. Interesting. So you're going to be tankier, which is great. Right. Fucking great. Right, right. Um, uh, tell me about the devastating charge, too. So I think one of the things why they were... Um, I'll call it buffing his Q, is people... I feel like his E would just, like... Could just E was the big thing in right. fights where you just can tackle someone. Yep. And it did a, it did damage, right? right. Like, any whatever. Um, also, if people didn't know, it's technically, like coded as a ranged auto attack yeah so if you built rapid fire on him that jump is pretty far <laughs> it's disgusting uh, it's actually kind of silly how that works right it's very weird and, um, and just as a quick note too i know you talk about sunder i i could see a a world where triforce works really well as well um, I, keeping the stacks up argument, and dealing the the extra damage and stuff like that i could see that working my only argument is triforce just sucks dude <laughs> sure and we don't know if, plus, if that item's getting any changes either. Plus, um, the, I mean, Sunder is better on melees, which right. Hecarim is. Right. Uh, and then it gets the uh, magic armor and magic pen, which True. Hecarim does mix damage. So True. it's, I mean, it's a little bit better. True. You could go Triforce. I'd be curious think, to see how they how they shape out. I think Triforce just in general needs a buff. Right. It's just not a very good item. I think for sure with these changes, you're not going to see Chem Tank. Maybe in pro, you might see Predator over Chem Tank. I feel like I think I feel like the itemization to go damage right now is just better. Looking at what they're doing, obviously I mean, you haven't could, played it right. I mean, you could go like Chem Tank, Death Dance, and if you took Conquer, you're gonna be stacking more AD with that. Sure. You could Black Cleaver is very popular now yep. just because of the the armor shred and the cooldown reduction. Mm -hmm. You could. I still think like Sunderer, Death Dance, and then Tank is probably the best thing to do for this dude. Okay. Okay. Um, so, anyways, we were talking about the E and yeah. So the <laughs> the minimum damage is getting dropped uh, just by a small percentage of the bonus AD. Everything else staying the same. The max damage. So when you're at a, I think it's it goes to 100 stacks because right. it's 100 movement speed. Right. Uh, same thing. It is getting cut in half. Uh, the percentage it was, or excuse me, it's dropping by ten. Uh, so it's 110% bonus AD to now it's just 100% bonus AD. Right. 
The minimum knockback is dropping 250 to 150, maximum 450 to 350, and then the cooldown is getting stabilized at 17 in all ranks instead of scaling down. So that part's a buff. So, like, you, like you, you, you lose out on the late part, right, by one second, but that part's a buff. Everything else on this skill is a nerf, so it feels like this is a bit of an adjustment style. They're they're putting again. They're putting more power into his Q, right? To take away, like that's what he should be doing. He should be like running around, skirmishing, right? Flying his Q, um, because it's like I felt like you would just fly him with your E, and if you don't get the right target, you're fucked. You're, I mean, you you would E R right, and then yeah, right. you were like oh E and then, ah fuck, get me out. <laughs> and speaking of the R, small change here is they're gonna reduce the duration of the fear. Uh, it looks like it's 0.75 to 2 seconds. Currently, they're looking at 0.75 to 1.5 based on distance traveled. So that may change here, there. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if that drops down to one and a quarter second. Just if they're giving him this much damage, a half second on the fear, I don't think makes enough of a difference. No. Uh, it, I think he becomes... I think <laughs> I think immediately becomes a world's relevant champion if this gets released on the world's patch. I mean, it, I'm excited. I like playing Hecarim Jungle. He's cool. I'm gonna for sure. I'm also gonna be playing Maokai. Like that sounds oh. fucking fun. The Tree Guy, dude. I'm playing Tree Guy support for sure. I'll just I'll just have to play his uncle in. The jungle <laughs> <then>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's it. That's it, guys. Um, obviously I gave you the poll already. Um, but how do you guys feel about these these champion changes? I mean, I think Misfortune is probably the the big one here. Uh, Maokai being big, making it more relevant in the jungle, but Misfortune being a relevant champion right now, I think that's probably the biggest change in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, let us know for sure. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it, guys. And I mean, also just let us know how you feel about like every other week. Yeah, episodes coming out on a Tuesday. Yeah, and then patch weeks on Wednesday. Right. Um, we're trying to make it easier for us to get this content out. Right, and and, um, and I know Wednesday is a big podcast release day for a lot of podcasts, and so sometimes I feel like maybe we get drowned out a little bit on Wednesdays. So sure. um, trying to give you guys a different day where you don't have so much stuff backed up to listen to also uh, probably helps. As always, uh, follow us, rate us, guys. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, join our Discord, Instagram. Yep. Uh, sub to us on YouTube. I'm still looking to get... I want to get a day where all of us... Or maybe if next time we stream or something, just I want to get some content yeah. and start editing it and put it up. Absolutely. I feel like that would, some people like to uh, watch that and, 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 and enjoy that. But For sure. Um, yeah, guys, we will be back on Friday. I promise you, unless something fucking crazy happens, we'll be doing the champion review on Friday. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Enjoy your week, guys. Bye, guys. Moving on to Lilia next. Passive damage to monsters increase. Healing against monsters increase. Healing against champions adjusted. All right, passive. The dream-laden bow. Uh, monster damage cap was 50 to 150 based on level. Now it is 70 to 150 based on level. And it says, okay. note, this is up to 40% more damage at level 1 against monsters with over 1328 HP. Ta ta tapering to 0% more at less than 949 HP. Raptors... 
uh, Raptor has Raptor. Okay, I guess it's big one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Raptor has eleven hundred, while Red, Blue, Gromp, Krug, and Wolf all hit the new max HP cap. Okay, well that's good to know. Right. Um, and then healing against monsters was twenty four to seventy five based on level plus five point four percent AP. Now it is thirty nine to fifty four based on level, uh, based on level, but is fifteen percent AP. So I know a lot of Lilias were doing the whole demonic Jack show. Oh, okay. Uh, so now they're you know they're they're always like encouraging more AP builds, less tanky. Right. So you'll get way more healing out of that. And then healing against champions was six to one twenty based on level with an eighteen percent AP ratio. Now it's six to ninety based on level with a thirty percent AP ratio. So yeah, this is just telling me go the heavy AP build AP builds. And right. You're gonna be you're gonna be hitting those nine man sleeps, and well, you're probably gonna be missing them. Or your team you're gonna be putting your team asleep. That's what the whole point of the nine man is. So and it, it's it's kind of. <laughs> It's kind of nice here, too, is, like, they're incentivizing you to go AP, clearly. But, like, that also makes it easier for people that are just picking this champion up. Um, because in the past, you kind of had to be tanky. Because they're clear as hard if you don't know how to kite the camps very well. And so it's nice to see, that like, hey, you know what? We'll give you a bit of a buff just for going full damage so you can actually play this champion well. As opposed to trying to be some sort of off tank. So I think that's kind of cool. All right, moving down to the football malphite. The mountain, that's kind of small for a mountain, but this big gentleman here, he's getting a W empowered attack damage decrease and the cleave damage armor scaling decreased. So the thunder clap, when he just goes in and starts clapping fools, it's one of my favorite auto attack animations in the game. Um, empowered attack damage was 30 to 90 plus 20% AP and 15% armor. It's now 30 to 70 with the same ratios. And the cleave physical damage was 15 to 55 plus 30% AP and 20% armor. It's now 15 to 55 plus 30% AP and 15% armor. So, uh, actually, I don't know if that's a total nerf because it kind of incentivizes you to, to build a little bit less armor and maybe build a different type of resistance. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's a full nerf, but it's definitely something. It definitely hurts him a little bit. So, I mean, it's just the classic, like, uh, he's doing a little too much in lane maybe yep. Yep. i think i think he's still max oh i guess it depends because as you rank your w up you get more resistance um, yeah yeah or the armor right so I, I'm, I'm fine with it my boy's still tanky he just does a little less damage which is how it should be <laughs> all right nidalee uh base armor increased armor growth increased so base stats base armor was 28 now it is 32 and the armor growth was 4.7. Now it is 5. So I feel like if if we start seeing Nidalees being... or it, We're probably going to see Renekton's and Nidalees because it's like the perfect combo. Right. Um, I do like watching Nidalees. It's a little more skilled. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's fun to watch. So. And it's it's awful to watch when she gets behind. <laughs> but, alright. Not much to say there. We'll move down to Poopy. Uh, Q damage increase, W bonus resistances increased. The Q hammer shock, target health damage was 8%. It's now 9%, so uh, an extra percent damage. Uh, it's not everything, so it's just a little thing. Uh, and the W steadfast presence, bonus resistances were 10%. They're now going to be 12%. And note, this will be doubled to 24% while Poppy is below 40% max health. Yep. Uh, also to note on the Q... 
it hits twice, the slam down once, and, and then, then it, pop. it pops. So it's, you know, it's, it's on like, both ends. It's like a karma cue. And, um, yeah, I like the well, extra increases for her W when she's lower. She gets a little tankier. Right. I like right. I like watching Poppy's good too, just considering how many fucking dashing champions oh, yeah. in the game. I think the steadfast presence is the only reason she's actually as relevant as she ever is. I, I, mean, especially I like with champions her ulti. Like, go ahead. Yeah. I think her ulti just the 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 disengage, like I think the ulti is pretty big too. It just could be used as engage too if you just get the knock up, like the quick tap as opposed to the knock back or knock but away. But you know how tilting it is if you guys are doing Baron and Poppy just flies over the wall, it's a fully you. charges, fully <laughs> charges that fucking ulti and knocks your jungler away. You're you're not and wrong. And it takes Baron. Yeah, it's annoying as shit. It is. It's not fun. All right, Rakan base armor decreased, armor growth decreased. Uh, base armor was thirty two. Now it is thirty. Armor growth was 5.1, now it is 4.9. And, you know, we... Uh, Rakan's been coming back a lot, especially since Zaya's been being played more. Um, I feel like since less, Radiant Virtue came out, Rakan came back in a, in a big way. The, yeah, that's like that, and then like what I'm saying with like all the ADC items that made Zaya like, actually viable again. Right. It's like, oh, like, yeah, like I'm just gonna, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Right. So that is it for item, or excuse me, champions. Tell Coming me about down to the old items. Cosmic Drive. Here's an item that used to be built on everybody and then, like, doesn't get built on anybody. And they're trying to get this fucking thing back into rotation. Um, it says here, ability power is going up from 90 to 100. And it's getting a new, unique passive. It's called Spell Dance. Damaging a champion, including damage over time. Generates a stack of 2.5% movement speed every 1.5 seconds for the next 5 seconds up to 4 stacks. You guys got all those numbers down? Actually, yeah. This is actually pretty easy to follow. I know. It's just funny. When you say it, it has like a nice cadence to it. So, 2.5% movement speed every 1.5 seconds for the next 5 seconds for up to 4 stacks, which means you're basically 10% movement speed. At 4 stacks, gain an additional 10% movement speed, so 20% total. Uh, da dealing damage refreshes this effect. Note, you only need to deal one instance of damage for it to start adding stacks on its own periodically. You then only need to hit them once again after a delay to fully stack it. You do not need to hit them four times, one and a half seconds apart. The intent here is that one spell does not fully stack the passive. One thing that's interesting to note, um, and I'm curious because I'm assuming, because uh, is it... Are we dropping... Because I'm looking at what it is right now. Are we dropping the ability haste? I don't think so. Because it's just... I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. Are we? It gives you flat movement speed too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... Weird that they... Seems like a gross item. Uh, let's see. Previously, it was after dealing three instances of damage from basic attacks or abilities. Um, gain 15% movement speed. So now you're going to be zooming a lot faster. Yeah, you are. Holy 20% shit. <laughs> fully stacked plus the base five. Yeah. Um, at 30, yeah, 100 AP. 100 AP, I think, is the big point here, too. I think this is going to tell me Cassiopeia can come back, play a Cassio, lot, and more Rise. Rise, uh, Oriana. You only got to hit two spells to get it to pop, right? And you land the ball, and then the. Uh, uh, is it dissonance? I think. And I mean, she should you, be zooming around. 
Yeah, just gain. So it's like auto attack, Q, W, auto attack. One, two, yeah, it's four. That would... you, you don't even need to hit four, though. You only need to deal one instance for it to start adding stacks. So it's kind of like grasp. You know, you, hit, you use grasp, and it, it'll stack. It can stack like two or three times on one hit. And then you need a second hit to keep it going. And so I think you just need a second for to, really, to really pop up. So, yeah, this has uh, big implications. Um, you know what other champion's really good with this item? Even though it doesn't have mana attached? Hmm. Is Rise. That's what champion. Said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. The, the extra movement speed is just fucking disgusting. He just EQs and it's going to stack. And then he just fucking runs around like a Well, considering he's probably going to run Phase Rush... He also gets the the right. the movement speed from his the 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 I don't Q know, right the, is it the overload? It, you got a E W and then your Q expends like the runes. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the shield and movement speed. So yeah, you're gonna be fast <laughs> as shit. He runs around like a little fucking Smurf. <laughs> fucking hella fast. Damn. He, okay. he is. So yeah, the, expect to see that champion in fucking pro, or at least expect to see him banned. He's gonna have presence one way or the other at MSI. I can promise you that. Anytime there's items in his favor, um, even if he's a subpar win rate, like even if he's 49% professional play, it's good enough. So, yeah, I, I just, again, one of those champions, I don't think win rate matters. Nope. It's, it, it, it's, it's 100% by who can pilot it, and he's also 100% a high elo champion. Um, unless you're really good in low elo to play him. If you are, you're not going to be in low elo for too fucking long. <laughs> so. So that's uh, it for items. Surprisingly, it, we might yeah. actually get through this pretty quickly. Yeah, that's, um, that's not a whole lot. I mean, obviously there's Clash going on uh, this, this one's weekend. Pretty good. The behavioral. Yeah. Reporting is now available in Match Yes! You can report another player by right-clicking on their row when viewing uh, past game summaries in your match history. Thank God. Yes! Yeah. times where I forget to do that because I just want to get the fuck out of the lobby. There's that, or, yeah, you're like, oh my god, get away. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to report this person. Then you gotta go on to the support, and then you have to hit a late report on the website to submit a ticket, and that's just a pain in the ass, and it's stupid. So, this is fucking intelligent. They're doing themselves a favor, and us a favor, but I think this is more for themselves, so that they don't have to go through so many fucking tickets uh, on the support site. So, genius idea. Uh, uh, challenges? Challenges. Jazzy wants to know about challenges. I don't really care. Uh, I, no, I think this is good. I like the visual update here. I think this is uh, easier. I don't really look through them that often. The one I really liked looking through was... Uh, um, what was the dragon one? Oh, Soul... Yeah, uh, Soul Sweep. Soul Sweep. I, li I like looking at Soul Sweep, but that's about it. Um, Mythic Shop Rotation. Uh, now available Prestige True Damage Senna, Prestige Nightbringer Kane, Mythic Chroma Dawnbringer Ribbon. So you get Nightbringer, basically. Uh, leaving the shop is Prestige Buzzfizz and Prestige Ascended Pantheon. Uh, yeah. Anything in the bug fixes? The fix a bug or Emilio would sometimes cause games to crash if he was matched against Ari, Viego, or Silas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fix the bug or Diana's Q distance would be slightly shorter or longer if he was casting Flash. Stupid. No. Mm. Don't see. Fix the bug. We're getting snared. Would not stop recalls. Fixed an exploit where watchful wardstone could be copied and repeatedly sold. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty crazy. Um, 
Fix the bug where Gargoyle's Stoneplate Unbreakable effect would be shortened by heal and shield power. Fix the bug where Kaisa could sometimes use her R to escape Mordekaiser's Realm of Death. That's pretty <laughs> fucking broken. Uh, fix the bug where some of Aurelian Soul's glorious VO lines were missing. That's important. Um, um, skin bug fixes yeah. fanatic J4 flag raising and falling world 2021 Jarvan for left pauldron no longer rotates unnaturally <laughs> Jarvan just had a problem of uh, skin bugs and that's all there is you got Dawnbringer and Ecton Dawnbringer Vane Nightbringer J4 and Nightbringer Susan uh, coming to the rift on this patch as well. I gotta say the this skin line in general is really good, one of my favorites. Although I think that this vein looks a little too much like Ash. Yeah, it almost looks like she has a bow. Rather, she than looks like her... she has an enchanted crystal arrow. Yeah, on a bow instead of her little crossbow. It doesn't look mechanical enough. I and like this skin line, but I think I mentioned this the other like uh, when they first announced. I'm like, this is just becoming a filler skin line. Yes, it's like. You remember when they when, first released Nightbringer Yasuo and that thing was hella sick? And the Dawnbringer Riven? Like yes. the, yeah, those were those the, those were those versus events. Same yep. thing with like God King Darius and and uh Fuck Agarin. those skins. Fuck those skins. No, but Fuck like that whole skins. idea was sick. <laughs> right, it was cool. Pick a now side just, and then yeah. The skins look great. Uh I don't maybe the, I think the Jarvan one might be my least favorite. It's kinda looks it's he okay. kinda looks like he kinda looks like Yasuo. <laughs> I really yeah, I like I like, like Renekton and Nasus. Yeah. Those two, I feel like if you're ever going to do one of them in these um, opposite side or opposite team skin lines, like you have to do those two. Yeah, two brothers. <clears throat> two brothers in a van. <laughs> that is Coming. it, guys. Surprisingly, this now. was a shorter one. Yeah, it wasn't a big patch. I didn't expect it to be too big. They've, they've done a lot of shaking up recently, so um, nothing too crazy. Riru... Didn't really have any typos either. Well done, yeah, Riru. Yeah, nothing that I noticed. Good Let's job. go. A round of applause for Riru, everybody. Uh, they've been struggling a lot this year, so good to see. Maybe someone finally proofread it. I love you, sir. Or madam. I don't remember. Um, um, yeah. Beyond that, That's it. I don't have anything to add. So if you guys nope. are playing Clash, get your teams together. Should be a fun Clash. Um, other than that, I guess enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll be back on Friday with the champion review for you. And there might be a super secret Nico episode coming. I can't tell you the secret. But it's about Nico. <laughs> Who? Yeah. So guys, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff wherever you, wherever you are watching or listening right now. Make sure to hit the link tree, come on our Discord, get the updates, come Play with play with us, play with others, and we're gonna cast some games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will uh, see you next time, probably on Friday. So <laughs> have a great week, guys. Later, y'all.